Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I am going, once again, solo in this episode. And I think what I want to talk about today is how to program a fat loss workout. So if you've been following me on social media, I made it a somewhat of a priority to reach out to every single follower I have and ask them, you know, what are you struggling with right now? And what's your biggest pain point when it comes to fitness and health? And what I kind of promised myself I would do is reach out to 10 people per day to kind of tackle on my following. And I think on average out of the 10 people that I message, I probably get three or four people that actually answer. And shout out to all those people that um, actually took the time to reply and for all the kind words of, you know, telling me that all my content is great, that I'm an inspiration to them. And I feel really, really great that I have actual followers that look at my stuff and follow the advice that I do, um, that I put out there, not do. Anyway, um, also shout out to a couple cities that have been listening to my podcast. So to start off with, the most listened city for my podcast is Ashburn, Virginia. So shout out to them as week in, week out, you guys are the number one city listening to my show. And maybe down the road, I might go visit out that way and, I don't know, do a live episode or something. And shout out to some other cities that have been following me. Um, the really cool one is Hammersmith from the UK, and I guess I'm going international, really pumped about that, Um, and the second city right now, it's funny, my top three always change, so my second most uh, listened city is Dover, Delaware, so shout out to them, and uh, sorry going off a little topic, but I want to get into, I had to give the shout outs to all the cities that have been uh, supporting me since day one, so... um, yeah, so I was reaching out to all my Instagram followers, and the one thing that kind of popped up popped up a lot was a lot of people don't know what to do for exercise. You know, like there's so much nutrition info out in the world. There's so much, you know, different diets that you're supposed to be doing, and all these other weight loss and fat loss gurus online telling you what to do, but you don't really see a lot of you know, articles or videos on the best fat burning program, blah, 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 blah. It's always about nutrition. So people kind of feel, you know, like, oh, what should I be doing? Should I be doing sprints on the treadmill? Should I be doing, you know, 2010, some metabolic stuff? Like, what am I supposed to do? So, you know, a couple people messaged me that was their issue. And I actually wrote a blog of a free program. It's you know, one month, four weeks of a two-a-day program where you can easily make it into four if you alternate the days. And I got a lot of good traction. A lot of people liked it. They, you know, reached out to me. They emailed me and said, hey, finally, I know what I'm supposed to do, so thank you. So I thought maybe it would be a good idea to actually get into how to program a fat loss um, workout and 
you know, how often should you do it? What should you add? What kind of exercises you should do? So I think that's what I'm going to go into today. And for all you coaches that listen to this podcast, this might not be, you know, that much of a thrilling episode like others, as this is kind of geared towards more my fitness enthusiasts and people who are interested in fitness and health. So really, really simply, um, the best person I would say, or the best two people that know their shit about fat loss training is the Cosgroves. So Alan and Rachel Cosgrove out of California, they are kind of, you know, they stamp their names on fat loss training, whereas every other coach is either into rehab or performance or deadlifting heavy. So a lot of the stuff that I'm going to say is kind of based on uh, what the Cosgroves do as they train all general population that are looking to lose weight. And, you know, really simply, I kind of, I would say, yes, stole their method and put it into my client's programs. So I recently actually just had to do a talk for a bunch of high school kids. And I was thinking, like, what could I teach them that I wish I knew when I was their age about training. So a really, really simple progression or, you know, model or template that I give people is four things. Think of a push exercise, a pull exercise, a leg exercise, and a core. And that's going to be your set. And what I was teaching these kids, you know, here's my other thought about this. When people say, I want a fat loss specific program, I want a power specific program, I want a hypertrophy specific program, I want this, this, and this, and this, sure, you can, you know, go into the research and figure out what's the best rep scheme for hypertrophy, what, you know, amount of reps you should do for power, you should do this and that and that and that, but really when it comes down to general population, no matter what program you give them, they're going to lose fat and gain muscle. That's it. You know, I, I tell clients like you only get really specific on what program you should be doing is when you're a top athlete and that, you know, 1% of a difference in your programming will, you know, blow every other athlete out of the water if you're really, really smart. So really, if you're getting these general population people just to move, lift some heavy shit, they're going to be happy. So there's no like specific way of doing it. And, you know, maybe all you coaches listening, you might want to argue against it. But really, you can put someone on the shittiest program on earth. And if their eating is, you know, 90% awesome, they're going to lose weight and they're going to think that the program that they downloaded off the internet or read in a magazine was the purpose behind it, right? So as long as you move and lift weights, you're going to lose fat and gain muscle. And then when you start hitting plateaus, that's where you get all fancy in, um, you know, the volume, the sets, the reps, whatever. But anyway, going back to my original points, for someone who's a complete beginner that doesn't know how to piece things together, this is what you want to write down. Push exercise, pull exercise, leg exercise, core. That's four exercises, that's one set. So examples of a push exercise, like literally anything that you push away from your body will count in this one. Either, you know, above the head 
or across the body. So things like bench press, overhead presses, um, push-ups, like anything like that, that works. And then your next exercise would be a pulling exercise. So the opposite movement of what you do to push. So chin-ups, rows, dumbbell rows, like anything that you pull into your body will, you know, do really, really well in this section. And then a leg exercise. This is where you can get really creative. You can do lunges, you can do step-ups, you can do squats, you can do barbell squats, you can do deadlifts, you can do barbell deadlifts, you can do hamstring curls, you can do glute bridges, you can do anything that involves the legs in this section. And then a core exercise at the end, front planks, side planks, Turkish get-ups, you know, cable chops, chops and lifts, like any of those will do. And if you are stuck of, you know, what some of these exercises mean, you go to my YouTube page and I have, I think, over 500 exercises all filmed there. And I'm also categorizing it into exactly what I just said, push, pull, leg and core exercises and mobility. So if you were to follow that template, create two to three of those um sets where you do a push pull leg and core exercise and did it for three to four sets now you got yourself a pretty awesome program really easily and then if you wanted to get a little bit more advanced and like start planning it and this is where I really like programming is you know I have a new client I have you know three um three days with them and now I get to lay down what the program is. So if you're following that template that I said earlier, now that you have a push, pull, leg and core, you know, that's day one. Day two, same template, but now your push exercise is going to be the opposite push of what you did on say Monday. So if Monday you had bench press, Wednesday for your other workout, it can be an overhead press. So now you're working both vertical and horizontal pushes. And then pull, same thing. Maybe on Monday you did, you know, chin-ups. So that's going to be the opposite for Wednesday. And you're going to do like a dumbbell row. Now I think you know where I'm going with this. So now with your legs, you can divide um, it up with either hip dominant or knee dominant. So an example of that is a hip dominant exercise would be something like a deadlift. A knee dominant exercise would be like a step up. So then now you can alternate those two days. So maybe Monday is your deadlift day, so hip dominant, and then Wednesday is your knee dominant um, day for your legs, so step ups. And then core, you can switch it up. Like I like to, you know, if you've seen my Facebook posts of, you know, better exercises than crunches, you can literally just plug and play for one of those. But maybe Monday's are your plank days where you have front planks and side planks. And then on Wednesday you have, you know, chops and lifts and I don't know, like ab wheel out, something like that. Really simple. And now you have two days where you structured, you know, a pretty good program so far. Like this is what coaches do. And now you can go from workout A and B. And then on say Friday, if you do three days a week, you go back to A and then the following week you do B, A, B. And then you just continued in that kind of little circle. So now you have kind of the, you know, meat and potatoes of your program, what you're going to do in the gym. So the last thing that I like to add into, you know, so-called fat loss specific programs are little finishers at the end. So little metabolic finishers that are, you know, five to 10 minutes long. And 
you know, what the hell is a metabolic finisher? So essentially it's something that's, you know, short burst of high energy exercises that, you know, don't need a lot of, you know, form where you might screw it up. So an example of this is like, I can give someone bodyweight squats for 30 seconds, but if I had that same person do like barbell back squats for 30 seconds, they would get crippled by the second round. So something really, really simple. So an easy one that I do is a ladder finisher. So I do push-ups and squat jumps. Those two exercises, you start with eight push-ups and one jump squat. And then round two, you do seven push-ups and then two jump squats until you know you go all the way down the ladder for push-ups and all the way up the ladder for squats takes maybe two three minutes but because there's no breaks and you're just going back and forth your heart rate's elevated and now you're basically finished from the workout and that's kind of how I would structure a really basic uh, fat loss workout so-called program you know you have your easy template you have a little finisher at the end your heart rate's elevated you're pushing weights you're you know sweating and having a tough time in the gym because you're pushing yourself and boom, you're sweating, you're losing fat, you're gaining muscle. That's what you want to do. So really simply, that's all you got to do. And there's so many different ways to do it, but I wanted to keep this really simple for anyone who doesn't really know what they should be doing in the gym. And hopefully this, you know, helped. And on top of that, make sure you're doing a warm up before, you know, it doesn't have to be special, like, 10 to 20 minutes, you know, foam roll. If you don't know what foam rolling is, go to my YouTube page or on my blog. I did a whole, th- you know, segment on how to foam roll and why it's important. Um, mobility exercises. Again, YouTube page, I have so many mobility exercises on there that you can just throw and slap together. And, you know, general rule of thumb, whatever your weak points are, say you have tight hips and tight shoulders, do mobility exercises for tight hips and tight shoulders as part of your warm up and then get your heart rate elevated if you like walking on the treadmill at a high incline do it if you like the rower go on the rower if you like the bike go on the bike like there's so much room for creativity and programming and this is why I like it I like thinking about stuff that will excite me but not only excite me but also my clients that like I ask all my clients like what do you want in your next program and they start thinking and they're like oh we haven't done this exercise in a long time. Or you know what? I haven't tried this before. Do you think I can do it? And then now I have programs based on what the client wants. And now they look forward to um, coming in. And this is actually a great point for all those coaches. Ask your clients what they want in their programs. Because a lot of times they won't, they won't tell you like, hey, can I do this? Unless you ask them. Right. So I ask every single client I have at the end of their program, either if it's four weeks or six weeks or eight weeks, whatever it is, ask them what you want to work on next. And then they start thinking they might not not, they might not tell me right there and then, but they will think about it. And then the next day or later in that session, they're like, you know what? I want to do, I don't know, single leg deadlifts with the barbell. We've been doing regular barbell deadlifts. I want to know how to do it single leg. And I'm like, awesome. I'm going to put that in. So hopefully I didn't ramble too much, but this is how I program fat loss programs. And this is an easy template for anybody. And really when it comes down to rep ranges, because I just, that popped into my head, 
I give people a rep range of 8 to 12 for everything. So like I said before, do I have to give them 15 reps or 3 to 4 reps to make it really specific to what their goals are? Sure, but for the most pe- for most people who are general population, you give them 10 reps for everything for 3 months, they're going to lose fat and gain muscle. So I really simply tell everybody, you know, in the beginning, we're going to do 8 to 12 reps and, you know, week 1, start off really easy, start with 8 reps. If the weight feels super light and ridiculous at 8, go up to 12. If it still feels the same way, go back down to 8, increase your weight. That's kind of the general rule of thumb that I give to all my clients. So this way they also learn to know what their kind of limit is. They kind of learn, oh, okay, well, if I just did 12 at this weight and it felt easy, I will go up for my next set. Because I look at giving rep ranges to clients as a learning tool, you know. So then when they're on their own and working out, they can, you know, critical think on their by themselves and they'll be more successful long term because now say if I had a client that's been with me for years and they move to the other side of the world and they just sort of like you know I'm gonna go into a gym and work out now they have tools necessary to you know extend their training journey and I look at it the same way as nutrition right I want to teach clients how to be successful long term so then when I'm not in the picture they can continue that success and I think that's a lot of a big thing for coaches to do is also teach clients how to create programs how to work out by themselves because one day they're not going to be with you forever and yeah I'm kind of going on the tangent but that's how I kind of you know think and work with clients but um, hopefully all this made sense I kind of went all over the place but Hopefully that helped. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out at rafal at empowerhp.ca. And I'd be happy to answer your questions. And until next week, you guys.